grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this Sunday, the fifth Sunday of Easter, is our Old Testament reading, Isaiah chapter 12. O sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. We sang these words today in the intro. They come from Psalm 98, and they give us our Latin title, Cantate, Sing. Although they come from the psalm, these words sound a lot like the song that Moses sang after the crossing of the Red Sea, a song of deliverance. The Lord God, with his right hand and mighty arm, as Moses sang, provided salvation for his people by bringing them across the Red Sea on dry ground. He delivered them from the Egyptians by turning the waters back on Pharaoh and on his chariots. How then can the Lord's people not sing for joy after having received this rescue from all their enemies? Our text from Isaiah is also a song of deliverance, though it is wider in scope and scale than the psalm or even the song of Moses. The song in our text is what will be sung by the children of God in the new heavens and new earth. We will sing for joy both as individuals who have been redeemed and as the collective, living body of Christ, the church. Although this song has yet to be sung, we get a preview of it here in our text, and we celebrate today that two of our own will soon get to participate and the foretaste of this feast in the Lord's Supper. With Saint Isaiah, with saints of old and those yet to come, we sing to the Lord today, for he has had mercy on us, become our salvation, and brought us into the fellowship of his Son. The song in Isaiah begins by looking back at that from which the Lord has saved us, his righteous anger and the fury of his wrath. It does this by way of confession. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, Isaiah says, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away. With these words, let us explore what Conditions so many people live in, in what we ourselves were conceived and born in, sin. Although all creation was created perfect, including our parents Adam and Eve, that perfection was shattered. Our parents used the free will they were given by God, including the ability to not sin, and instead grasped after being God. They created idols of themselves in their hearts and reached out to eat the fruit in worship of those idols. By their disobedience, they brought into the world the corruption of sin. In time, that corruption spread to all, 
to all who were and have been born of natural human seed. The scriptures tell us how God feels about this, about sin. It angers him. He hates sin, as the scriptures say. Sin and its activity, therefore, is is no minor infraction. It, It is not something that just prompts a slap on the wrist. Instead, it stokes God's righteous fury. And he demands its punishment, saying, The soul who sins shall die. At the giving of the law on Mount Sinai, God said, The Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. This wrath of God is not just against a a world of sinners out there, but against us as individuals. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves. As we have been born of human seed, we also were born into sin and have lived in it. We also have built idols in our own images and reached out to grasp from the tree of sin. Therefore, we must also confess with Isaiah that the Lord was angry with us. You were angry with me, the song goes. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away that you might comfort me. In the ancient Greek translation, the the Septuagint, it says, you had mercy on me. It is true that we are sinners, that we have sin in thought, word, and in deed. It is also true that for our sins we had brought upon ourselves God's righteous anger and the punishment due. But, it says, the Lord turned away his anger from us. The song continues that he has become our strength and our song, that he has become our salvation. Whence this change? The Lord was angry with us because of our many sins, but now his anger is turned away. Why? How? A little while back, we were reading through the book of Hebrews in our evening devotions on Facebook. And it was a little hard to follow, but the point of the book, in part, is that Jesus is the fulfillment of the Old Testament sacrifices and is the payment for our sins. St. John phrases it differently, and, and he might be a little bit easier to understand. He says it this way. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, the payment for our sins. Although God would have been just in punishing us for our sins, he took a different route, a harder one. Rather than pour out his wrath on us, 
He put forth his own son in our place. In obedience to the Father out of his own love, our Lord Jesus took our sins into himself. On the cross, he bore all of God's anger against our sin and died. As the Baptist proclaimed, Jesus is the Lamb of God and takes away the sin of the world. That is what that word propitiate means. Jesus paid for our sins. He atoned for them. And because he is not just fully man, but fully God at the same time, his death is able to pay for your sins, for my sins, and for the sins of the whole world. In his death, God became our salvation. By his death, Jesus removed the wrath that stood between the Father and us. His cross bridges the great chasm between us and brings us back into fellowship with the Father. By Jesus' death, through the faith created in you by his Holy Spirit, you were brought back into fellowship with the Father. You singular were brought back into this fellowship when you were joined to Christ. Together, we are joined together as his body, the church. Not only were you saved by his death, but we have all been saved and brought back into his fellowship. And that's the way the song goes in our text. If you look at verse 1, the you there is singular. But if you look at verse 3 of Isaiah chapter 12, the you there is plural. The Lord has turned away his anger toward us as individuals. He had mercy and sent his son to die for you and for me. He became our salvation and brought us together into his fellowship. The life of a Christian is not one lived in in isolation, but one that is lived in fellowship with God and with each other. And this is something that we get to celebrate today. Today, two of our own get the opportunity to confess their faith in Christ. They get to acknowledge publicly, and on this occasion over the internet, before the world, that God's wrath was turned away from them when Christ died. And that they receive the forgiveness of their sins and the gift of faith in their baptisms. Upon this confession, as well-catechized members of the body of Christ, they soon will join our fellowship in receiving the Lord's Supper together. In the Supper, we see not only a picture of the Lord's love for us, but also a demonstration of the unity in faith that He creates through His Word. And that gives us, as a parish, a very good reason to sing. It says in Isaiah, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away, that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. 
Today we give thanks and sing praise for the salvation of God. Though he was angry with us, he has turned his anger aside and brought us together into the fellowship of his Son. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Now the peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.